0: Is it silky or is it a selkie? We're talking The Man in the White Suit and Song of the Sea on Have You Seen. Hello, and welcome to Have You Seen, where I'm going to tell you again that we are doing uh, Song of the Sea and the Man in the White Suit, because I haven't really thought about how this part of the show goes. Um, Someone who's put equal thought into this, uh, oh, I'm Kieran LaForte, by the way, someone who's put equal thought into this intro is Tom Webb, who is over there. Hello. Hello. Um, I really should write this stuff down, you know, because I've forgotten how it's been so long since we did these the original run that i like i can't remember how i used to get into this and because these don't have episode numbers i haven't got any kind of crutch love that to lean (laughs) on and give me extra thinking time and yeah it's a complete mess
1: yeah i think ultimately you just have to be better at this oh god
0: (laughs) don't ask me to be good at anything um (laughs) after last week which was a litany of disasters <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, in terms of the movies we covered and uh, technical problems which hopefully you will never get to see or hear um, uh, we decided we'd have quite a nice squishy comfortable week I guess
1: yeah it's uh, it's I think you said last week it's going to just be kind of relaxed and laid back yeah I lovely, think so
0: yeah you know? I, yeah I think so too you gave me a nice, yeah. like, another nice Sunday afternoon film. Yes. Uh, which so I actually, yeah, actually watched over yeah. Sunday breakfast and worked just as well. The meal the meal in particular exactly. doesn't matter. No, no. But no. I think you have to have some sort of food with it. Uh, okay. And I pitched you a lovely Irish animation. Yeah. Um, I have the Man in the White Suit notes open. So do you want to do that first? Okay.
1: Yes. Give I give didn't little... write any notes for Man in the White Suit. So oh, just, wow. This fine.
0: will all be off the top of your head then
1: yeah i know i refreshed it last night so that's fine okay um so man in a white suit like i said last week is an ealing comedy um about industrialism um stars alec guinness and he's a like a biochemist who he's he's obsessed with inventing a fabric that you will never have to clean it will be indestructible and uh it will revolutionize the world uh because you know you'd buy couple of sets of clothes and that was it you'd never you, you you know you'd never have to have anything else
0: um unless you wanted a change in style
1: yes yeah
0: but those yeah, are the things that exactly. don't go through the minds of biochemists no no not at all it's
1: all about the the end goal of achieving yeah uh, this synthetic material and you know it's made at a time when you know synthetic materials like nylon and rayon and stuff were, were coming to the fore and and being invented and they were changing the way manufacturing happened. So it was quite a concern at the time. It was like the the manufacturing boom after the Second World World War. War. Um, and like I said before, it's an eating comedy. I don't think it's one of the out and out funniest ones, um, but you know there's some some good moments in it. Um, but for me, it's the the sound design and the way it's shot that really stand out. Mm. And um, and I think I mentioned it got an Academy nomination, uh, Oscar nomination for the screenplay. Mm. And there's a, there's a stage version. Um, I think, I think was it was running... a play first. Was yes, a play I think it was a play, but then I think they have they redid a... I think it was a play, but then they've made like a... I don't know if it's a musical version, but they've done a stage version that's based more on the film. Right. Um, which apparently is a bit amped up. And it was um, Stephen Mangan was, was playing the Alec Guinness role. Oh, okay. Interesting. In the West End. And I think that was... I don't know if that's... Well, nothing's running in the theatre at the moment because no. we're in the middle of lockdown, but... Uh, or, covid so uh yeah i don't know if it was still on but it certainly was like a couple couple of years Mm -hmm. ago um yeah so that that's what i'm pitching you you know a nice gentle ealing comedy
0: yeah um i really enjoyed this i thought this was great overall yeah
1: there was something about it that I thought you would like. It, um, it's it difficult to put my finger on,
0: though, what I thought you'd like about it. It felt like a play. It was definitely a film mm. of two halves, and the second yes. half I thought was better than the first.
1: Yes, I would 100% agree with that. Yep.
0: Um, I wrote almost no notes for the first half and a lot for the second.
1: Yeah. The second half is where it all really kind of kicks in. Yeah. And, and it, and Again, much,
0: much like Airport 1975, there's a lot of yes. setup before you get to the actual event. There is, yes, yeah, yeah. And I guess that's—I don't know—is that partly making the audiences of the day wait for the title?
1: I get, I when
0: think, is he going to become the man in the white suit?
1: I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just a, yeah, you know, maybe it's just a pacing thing of those style yeah. of movies. It's you know,
0: maybe it is. Yeah, I'm trying, oh, actually, like I we mentioned maybe. last week, the only other Eden comedy I can think of, that I can definitively say I've seen is the Lady Killers, but I yeah. do not know the last time I watched that.
1: No, that's a great movie. I've, yeah, I've, I've got, got a copy on my of, shelf
0: actually, and every now yeah. and again my eyes flick over to it, and yeah, I never pick it up.
1: Yeah, I and I've I've got, I've got a, like an Ealing box set, and mm. it's got things like the 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 Titchfield Thunderbolt and Yeah, uh, Hugh and Cry and Kind Hearts for Coronets and Yes, yeah, all of those kind of classics. Um, and I think I've watched all of them. Mm. There might be one or two that I haven't, uh, but I don't think I've ever watched Passport to Pimlico. Mm. Um, but yeah, but I've seen a fair few, and there are other other movies that aren't in it. I think Lavender Hill Mob might count as a. I think, I, a think does that, that, I think that does. I think that
0: counts officially as it came out of the Ealing Studio, didn't it?
1: I think so. I can't sure. remember if it was Ealing or Eustre. I don't know. It, it, yeah, uh, So it's, it's yeah. Uh, I can't remember which mm. which. Uh, but so, I, I put that in that that. It's almost a genre of its own right. Yeah. In the UK. Yeah. Um, I guess for people who who don't know what an Ealing comedy is. We should might try and explain that there was there was Ealing Studios, and in the late forties, early fifties, they produced a whole string of movies. Mm. A lot of them starred Alec Guinness, and a lot of them were huge successes. Very funny. There's a, a lot of classic British comedies came from that mm. era.
0: Um, were they specifically to fill the quota that existed at the time? Because they were the thing. They were the, they were the quota quickies, weren't they? Um, because yeah, like there was a, a, at sure. the time there was a certain percentage of films in cinemas cinemas mm. british cinemas had to be british made
1: yeah i think possibly um i know like you know if you look at the names of the producers and stuff they're they're the sorts of names that are now on awards that get given to other people yes you that's know what i mean true. yeah yeah so it's that that kind of thing so yeah i don't know i don't know much about that quite of thing but yeah that most people who are into british film will Hmm. know about ealing comedies Hmm. as 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 almost like this sort of subgenre of itself and they had this kind of aesthetic of being i guess in a way slightly twee but not yeah i know what you mean i mean i know what you mean yeah if you think about the lady killers it's it's on the surface looks quite twee but there's this underlying uh Serious, maybe serious or 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 darker subject matter, as Uh, there is to this. Exactly, yeah. So I think a lot of them have that. I some of the others maybe not so much, but perhaps the most famous ones do, and particularly the ones with Alec Guinness in. So maybe that's just perhaps he was just drawn to that slightly.
0: Yeah. One of my notes is Alec Guinness is really good, and then I wrote, "I would bloody hope so." It's Alec Guinness.
1: (laughs) Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, you'd be hard pushed to find him bad.
0: Yes. You know. Like even when he didn't give a shit, like in Star Wars, he was still ex- good.
1: Ex- exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, for yeah. some reason, until you pitch this to me, I've always assumed it to be a Hitchcock thriller. I, I can see exactly. Yeah, like, especially if the, the you see the, the poster for it as well. And, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes. It was like, absolutely. you know, who is the man in the white suit? It's yeah. exactly oh, yeah. like a Hitchcock and type. Do you know what?
1: I could imagine Hitchcock making this movie as well.
0: Uh, yeah but the humor will be off H- hitchcock didn't do humor well he had a dark weird twisted he, sense of humor he did
1: some of his humor we did a, Hitch- but yeah. a hitchcock
0: comedy previously and i bloody hated it
1: oh with the trouble with harry yeah yes yeah, yeah. that's true yeah
0: but his like all well, I, I liked his his thrillers and yeah i just yes, ass- i assumed yeah. this was one of those and yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty much until it started um <laughs> okay. you mentioned that's the sound like... design and yeah. yeah i really like that that rhythmic musical sound mm. of uh of experiment
1: yeah they they adapted that and recorded it and released it as a samba
0: okay why wouldn't you
1: yeah uh <laughs> they added in like an all or- they 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 took those sounds and then added in an orchestral arrangement to it and mm-hmm. released that as like a single i suppose fair enough um, yeah yeah and it was actually um yeah there was one one of the the women in the sound department was responsible for, mm. for doing a lot of those those sound effects. Mm. Um, and it was, yeah, they, like I say, I think I said last week, they just, when you hear them, you're just like, oh, that's that's that sound. And to see them where they originated, I think mm. it was pretty cool.
0: Mm. Um, you're also right, it's really nicely shot. Mm. And again, like the lighting is crazy. Yeah,
1: I, I think Douglas Slocum is possibly one of the greatest if not the greatest dp of all time like there's stuff mm. that he could do with lighting that just i don't know it just looks amazing mm. absolutely amazing I, I remember um reading a thing about him i think i mentioned it last time we covered a movie that he he was the cinematographer on that that he would he would just look at his hand in whatever environment he was in mm. and he would know what the camera settings were that's so he would just look at his hand and be like okay right well my film asa is this much my mm. uh, f stop's going to be that my shutter speed will be whatever it's going to be and, I, and 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 he just he would just know and like it, i think he's just one of those people who's just gifted with this intuitive I'd like have you any idea how
0: he made that suit look the way it looked um i imagined i don't know like it had to be some sort of day glow type material like or whatever it, there was there of that in some 1951, kind of, yeah,
1: yeah. And I was just like, is it some it kind U- of
0: reflective paint? Is it? I don't know. It could be. Like, could I could be find UV? no nothing about this film. Like in terms of no. that kind of trivia, I couldn't find anything about this film.
1: No, and I was just kind of sitting there thinking. But then I was looking at the lighting and thinking. But if it's maybe it could be UV. But then because that would only pick up that specific thing. But then there are other white objects, and it's like, are they? Is this one of those things where perhaps those objects are actually, like, yellow? Yeah. But, and, because, c- you know, obviously it's black and white film. Yeah. So things look different. It's like um, uh, uh, Gibson Guitars, mm. right, uh, noticed that um, when people had electric guitars or, or instruments on television that were white, they would just blow out the cameras. mm so they made theirs this kind of slightly sort of pale yellow color and it's actually called tv yellow right and it's called tv yellow because on tv at the time it was white interesting so, so you, like, you,
0: I, what you made me think of was sin city where yellow bastard yes. was actually blue or green or something because the yeah. process they were using made him show up yellow
1: yeah so it's, it, so i wonder whether there was some kind of like color trickery going on yeah where you know perhaps actually like He is the only true white, and then everything else in the set is like a a, maybe a green or a yellow or a brown or something. Which and
0: Slocum's just adjusting his camera accordingly to blow out the white. Yeah,
1: yeah. And but there are bits where he's so perfectly pinpointed, where his face is in shadow but the suit is bright, and it's just like. I just yeah, it just. It I can't remember if they mind. were
0: if those were moving shots or not. Like maybe there was a yeah. little bit of rudimentary mat work going in as well to to matte out uh, the face a little.
1: I don't think so. Like, I, I I mean again, I wonder whether it's a it's a multitude of techniques and each yeah. shot had its own technique or whatever. But I just yeah, just watching it back again, I was just like, that's a a mastery of mm. filmmaking that is so subtle and but so beautifully done. Yeah. It just yeah, it it blows me away really.
0: And not just that. So, for example, they end up at his. So, we should cover the story in in some yeah. sort of yeah. So he works for um, a uh, fabric mill, um, oh, I can't remember uh, Corlins Fabric Mill, played by Michael yeah. Goff, who uh, mm. people of our age will know as Alfred in the uh, '90s Batman movies.
1: Oh God, yeah.
0: Yeah i hadn't made that connection yep. but yeah uh, of course uh he works at Corlins mill uh he's given the flick when they find his experiment and it's unauthorized and a whole lot of money has been spent on it yeah um he ends up getting a job at um burnwood Burn- Bur- burnley burnley yeah where yeah. it's confused confuses me is it's burnley spelt with an i instead of a u but some of this yes. film was shot in the town of burnley yeah. which is spelt with a u and not an i yeah um yeah. yeah so he goes to uh to burnley's mill uh where as just like a laborer mm-hmm. uh on the loading dock essentially yeah. um uh, and taking delivery of an e- electron microscope his interest in it is noted uh the the lab boss assumes he is part of the lab crew yeah. um and he ends I, th- up- I think he
1: assumes he's part of the company that have supplied it. Yes, and it yes. sort of asks him, "Can you stay on to teach us how to use it?" Because yes. clearly, and, like that And, and, their guys and don't know. basically
0: ends up getting set up with a job in the mm. in the lab and getting what he getting what he wanted. Yeah. Well, no, not a job. He leaves and works there for free. Yes, which leads to a really weird scene where, like him, he, he like gets the fabric stable. And he's going to rush off and tell the boss. And other scientists try to stop him. Mm. And um, the, the lab head tries to stop him as well. And I'm like, he's in a mill with a research lab, invents a thing, and is justifiably excited at doing so mm. in said research lab. And instead yeah. of asking him to explain what he's done or why he's so excited or asking any questions, they, quote, unquote, fire him, sedate him, and pour the experiment away. Yeah. Yes. Also, if he doesn't work there, so they can't fire him, which is a line. Therefore, he's trespassing, and they should call the police.
1: Well, he's 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 the, he's supposed to be just on placement there, isn't he? Right. So I think the reason they do that is they think that he's invented something that they can that's going to be he's going to take somewhere else, or like right. it's it's like um, you know, he's yeah, it's one of those things where he doesn't technically work for them. So therefore, no. that thing is not their IP.
0: No. It's his. He then um, takes it directly to the boss, to the boss's house. Yes. And there's yeah. a scene in the boss's house, uh, and I'll bring this back to lighting in a minute, but that mm. scene in Burnley's house is tremendous farce with mm. him trying to outwit the butler, <laughs> yes. the whole scene with them trying to lock each other outside and yeah. the vase and all of that yeah. stuff. That's, that's tremendous physical comedy.
1: Yeah, I think um, the bit with the vase is probably
0: the, the, the best gag is It's, it's like, very funny yeah. uh, and bringing it back to lighting the way Slocum lights that house is amazing like yeah. it's like some of it is almost German expressionist the way he lights the rail the balustrades yeah. on the on the railings uh mm. on the landing um the way some of the shots are framed in there um yeah it gets a
1: bit um a noir. Yeah, it does like exactly to the point and... to
0: the, to like uh, where I wondered if it was the Casablanca technique of painting the shadows on the wall at the right yeah. perspective in some yeah. of the shots. Yeah, um, yeah, it looks tremendous. Mm. Um, the The fabric doesn't get made until forty minutes in.
1: No, again, yeah, forty minutes, yep. yeah, yeah. And given this is an eighty-seven minute movie, or eighty-one yeah. minute movie, like yeah. that's that's a fair way.
0: Yeah. Um, what else? What did I really like? I then, yeah, I didn't have an awful lot of notes until you get towards the end, although I did write down the line, fighting an endless battle against shabbiness and dirt, which I think should be our new tagline.
1: (laughs) Yes, that's great. Um,
0: Yeah. The the next thing that made a really big impression on me is where they're trying to pressure him into sight. So essentially, all the rival mill owners kind of form a bit of a makeshift cartel, if they weren't already. Yeah. when they all realised, like, this is going to be bad for our business, like, everybody's going to buy one suit and yeah. then, you know, that's it. Um, yeah. uh Corland realises he technically has a claim to it because the first successful experiment was done while he was in, while Sydney, which is against his character, was in Corland's employ
1: yeah.
0: um, rather than Burnley's employ. Mm. Um, and so despite him just having signed a contract, they essentially presenting with a buyout contract. Yeah. Um, which he doesn't really want to sign. And I really love the little ways in which it's made clear that Sydney is only interested in the science and not the capitalism. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, so he's he's going to sit down and sign this thing and he, he doesn't have a pen and two of the guys presented with pens and he mm. he sees Corlands and takes it because he's interested in the science in it because it's also a lighter. And he yeah. asks him you know, what's the petrol to ink ratio? And Colin's like, I don't know. And that's when he realizes that this man is not interested in the science. Yeah. Like it's so brilliantly written and brilliantly played. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I also liked how we were shown um, how it will affect the entire industry from bottom to top. Mm. Because prior to that, there's a scene with the other laborers, the other workers, uh, his friend Bertha uh, and some of the other people who work on the loading, all the northerners, uh, some of yeah. whom are clearly RP actors trying to put on a Lancashire accent and failing spectacularly. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So the, and like you you see how the bottom of the rung workers aren't happy with this revelation, how they think they're going to be put out of a job, and then you get to the top of the chain where it's like well, this is going to cause our whole industry to collapse. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: I yeah. Think that's that's something...
0: really well played in just two scenes in like five minutes.
1: Yeah, I think that's something that Ealing did very very well was being mm. able to appeal and play to a very wide range of class which there was very strong class system in the uk at that time yeah and i think you know they 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 often found a way to make sure that there was a relatable character for everybody within it
0: i was given the other films of this period i was frankly surprised when i first heard a, a lancashire accent in it mm, because yeah. that just wasn't a, mm. wasn't a thing mm. everybody spoke like alec guinness does in this movie Yeah, exactly. Usually. Yeah. yeah. Um, It goes from the contract scene into what I wrote is a proto Jackie Chan scene. Yes. Where. They trying to ch- get out of the office. At, yeah, uh, where they chase him around between. Uh, they get into that with cutting outside to the secretary, and her buzzer is ringing frantically. And she sighs and picks up her notepad and goes to go into the room. And the buzzing is being caused by them <laughs> fighting Sydney on top of the desk and repeatedly slamming him down on the button. Yes. Brilliant.
1: Yeah. It's um, a proper proper Jackie Chan. Gag.
0: Yeah. And then they do think, and then there's things with him like running back and forth between the two rooms, like pushing filing cabinets in their way and ducking under things and getting swung up by the old man with the cane and all that kind of stuff. Like again, that's like prime physical comedy. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um yeah, I think he manages to escape, doesn't he? There's another mm-hmm. great scene where um uh he, he runs back to his digs, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, to get money to get To get train. money for the train to Manchester. I might have mm. some of this in the wrong order.
1: No, no, that's right, yeah. Uh,
0: uh, he runs back to his digs to pick up. He, he's five pence short of the train fare. Mm. Runs back to his digs to pick up money. Runs into Bertha, who lo- basically locks him in his room, his old room, which has already been let to somebody else. And that's another yeah. brilliant scene, mostly done in one shot. Yeah. of him trying to battle her and this guy who's in now in his room, and they yeah. end up getting locked in different rooms in the house.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and his method yeah. of escape from that is ingenious as well.
1: Yes. I was going to say, that's another gag that I really like, the hiding in the cupboard. Uh, yes. Yeah, yes. A, yeah.
0: And then that little girl helps him again later without being asked as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really good. Um, yeah. They then try other methods of persuasion. And there is a great exchange where he's like he's made it clear he's not interested in money, and Colin goes women, and one of the other guys goes he doesn't seem the type, and yeah. then Colin's like, well, it's often that type, that, yeah. and it sort of trails off that you know, like maybe the more effete man is the uh, is the more creative sort, yeah, and then so yeah, they try to use they try to use uh, we haven't mentioned Daphne who is um, so she's Burnley's daughter. Yeah. But she Cor- is the girlfriend of um Corland.
1: Yeah. But is oh I keep yeah, calling Cornley. Yeah. yeah. but she's more won over by the intelligence of Stanley.
0: Yes. yes. Sydney.
1: Sydney. Yes. It's Stratton is his surname. Sydney, isn't it? Sydney I Stratton, I keep, yes. Yeah. I keep
0: fusing yeah. the two, yeah. Um and so there's, a, there's this great scene where essentially the, the cartel loom over her and try to pressure yeah. her into using her feminine wiles to persuade him. Yeah. Um, and she turns to Corland to, to see if he's okay with this. And when she realizes he is, and she, he's essentially quite happy with, for lack of a better phrase, prostituting his girlfriend to get what he wants in business. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a great scene as well.
1: Yeah. And I like um, the fact that she that she kinda of goes along with it. Yeah. And she goes into Sydney and she kind of gives him the test. She she yeah. she plays into it and she does what they want them to do. And when <laughs> he's clearly not interested in that because yeah. of yeah, yeah she's like, All oh, right, okay, okay, I'm on your side now. We've got to yeah. we've got to figure this out.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I wrote judging by that neckline, she's agreed to go along with the plan. And I was actually quite disappointed when it in her character when it appeared that she was going along with the plan and then relieved and delighted when it turned out she was just testing him, just testing Sydney. Um, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. And it was kind of like are, and she was are you with as him despicable. Yeah, are you as despicable as yeah. my other yeah. half? Which I think is great because it's like you say, it's it's another case of a, a woman being a much stronger character than you would credit for the time period. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Is there's we you know, a, a lot is made about stereotypically not having good strong female characters but then you go back to a lot of movies and you're like okay there are movies where it just doesn't happen at all but there are some mm. where you're like actually no this, this this is a really great character and mm. yes there are stuff that is not necessarily how it would be today but that's that's just a product It's a sign of the times yeah you know? yeah but I, li- I like it when she does that i like it when mm. she kind of like oh i'm gonna put you through a test because i don't trust like if if, yes. if this guy that I was into it could be like that and you could be too but yes. yeah Sydney passes obviously
0: and the other scene that shows that uh, Corland really doesn't care about her is they all set off to chase Sydney to the station mm. uh, and it's it's all it's borderline subtle but not quite they all come running out of this room and she's already on the landing and they all flood past her but the one person who puts his hands on her and pushes her out of the way is Corland yeah
1: yeah nice yeah it's again it's just those little things I think really really make this movie yes it's the details
0: yeah however she just managed to persuade Sir John the head of the cartel to give her five grand to go in and do this why could she not use that money to run away with Sydney which she clearly wanted to do and he wouldn't have said no to
1: that's true and yeah, five grand
0: know. in 1951 is a lot of money.
1: Well, they offer him what half they a offer million. Him,
0: they offer him, yeah, they offer him quarter of a million. Yeah, is, and then they say it could double offer. it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, no, two two hundred fifty grand was the double. Okay, yeah.
1: When I heard that, I was like, what? Yeah, in 19. Uh, Jesus, I meant to absolutely. look it up and like, see how
0: much that is today, yeah. like adjusted yeah. for inflation. But it would be an absurd amount of money. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Like yeah. Like, yeah and then you get the like the, the final the foot chase through the um through the cobbled streets of of Burnley. Yeah. Yeah, um, I was,
1: and it was funny because I was I was watching this quite late one night and my wife Nick came in and she went, eh, "It's a bit like the third man." And I was just like, <laughs> "Yes."
0: <laughs> yes it is. It, it really, really is a great like,
1: movie. Yeah, exactly. And I, was, I that is genuinely one of my top top movies yeah. of all time. And I was just like, "Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I can see that." Yeah. They do yeah. a
0: great gag with a with God, a butcher finishing up and leaving his shop. Uh, Yes. Of course, all in white. Who gets mistaken for Sydney?
1: Yeah. so I'm just going to look up who the... I can't remember who the cinematographer of the third man is.
0: It's going to turn out to be Douglas Slocum, isn't it? I
1: I don't think it is.
0: (laughs) Um, And while while Tom's doing that, I guess I'll finish off with um, they eventually catch up to Sydney and get their hands on him. uh, uh, When this is after, like, one of the other scientists has found the reels of fabric that are fraying, Yes. Uh and it turns out that it's not actually stable and will fall apart. Yeah. Which I guess given the event the time frame of this movie I guess it means it must last about a week.
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And they catch yeah, him know, and so put we're... their
0: hands on him and his suit it's, tears it's... away in these big yeah. clumps.
1: Yeah.
0: And he's left standing in his underpants with people laughing at him.
1: Yeah, because th- th- they say that the glow is intimated that it comes from the radioactive material that he's using to create yes. the polymers. Um, so it has essentially its half-life. Or half-life, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's degrading. And it wasn't uh, Douglas Slocum who did the third man. It oh, okay. It was Ro- Robert Kres- Kresar, Kraska, okay, okay. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, so maybe
0: yeah. the uh, the suit on film was ba- just achieved maybe by Maybe it just was radioactive. <laughs> ...wearing yeah. uranium, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm really, really pleased that
1: you got into it so much. Like, I wasn't sure because, like I said, I didn't think it's as funny
0: as some of the others. And, you know, it's,
1: you know. There's plenty of humour in it,
0: but I liked, I Like the clever scripting. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't say I laughed out loud a lot. No, no. um, If at all. Yeah. But I was gently amused. Mm. um, And um, it's like, I'm a sucker for good scripting of any kind. Particularly yeah. the, su- the subtleties of good scripting, like mm. the, that moment with the pen, where it's yeah. not where it's unspoken, yeah, um, but communicates we- everything perfectly.
1: And, and that's something that you don't get a lot in movies of this era. It does tend to be quite that sort of melodrama, and particularly with the delivery and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think, yeah. this, you know, yeah. No wonder it got nominated for the screenplay. Yeah, you know,
0: yeah. No, uh, a hit, a very, a very oh. good film. Brilliant. And I was wondering, like you did say, there's a stage version with Stephen Magnier yeah. in it, and I'm wondering, is that set in the 50s, or has that been updated? Like, how oh, would you? How would you do this today? I think
1: it's. I think it is set in the. I think it's set in the 50s. Mm. I, I only kind of just briefly saw an image of him mm. in it from it, and I think it is, it's it's sort of that that is set in that era because you know, let's face it, with modern day technology, textile manufacturing is incredibly different today. Yes, it I was suppose then. It is. So, like, you know, but like we were saying, you know, it's very but still much, an indestructible
0: fabric is would still yeah.
1: be a yeah. But I mean, it's it's a still a relevant thing. Like we mentioned last week about things like technology being having a built-in lifespan. Yeah, and, you know, it's like I've sitting here thinking I've got you know I've got this phone here. It's like an iPhone seven. Like I bought that like three years ago and it was brand new and there's been what maybe half a dozen. Yeah new and better iphones not even just like other phones but specifically yeah. iphones since then and it's you know it's just it's not nothing is built to last because you destroy your industry that way yeah um so it, it's funny because it's surprisingly relevant yeah uh, e- even now
0: maybe the uh maybe the mcguffin would be different yes maybe it, sure would it would be, be a technology product yes. yeah i think it would the be, computer yeah. that never needs upgrading or whatever yes. i don't know i don't know yeah yeah um, it would be yeah. a. It, you, you see it now with electric vehicles.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. You know, it yeah. would be the car that never needs to be refueled, for example. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. 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 Still timely. Very impressive.
1: Yeah. It, very, very, very impressive.
0: Yeah. So I guess it's time to move on.
1: Yeah. Song of the Sea.
0: Yes, Song of the Sea, uh, the most Studio Ghibli film not made by Studio Ghibli um a very nice pretty irish animation um which uh, i suppose i should recap i might as well just read the same note as i did last week mm-hmm. um uh, work. uh after their mother's disappearance slash death uh lighthouse keeper connor lives with his children ben who is 10 and Sersha, who is six and importantly mute um After finding Saoirse washed up on the shore one morning, their visiting grandmother takes the children away to live with her in Dublin, leaving behind their beloved dog, Coo, which I found out just means hound in Gaelic. Mm -hmm. Um, They get sent to bed early on Halloween night uh, and decide to escape from grandma's house and set out to return home or at least find their dog complicating this somewhat is uh saoirse becoming sick on the journey after the revelation that she may be a selkie which is a magical creature from irish folklore that lives as a human on the land and a seal in the sea and that her singing the song of the sea can save not only her but many other fantastical beings of ireland sums mm-hmm. it up yeah perfect um i saw this on a plane about five years ago and was just it was one of those things that just enchanted me like i had seen uh I might have seen a trailer. Um uh Tom and I used to work around the field of movie promotions and we would have had clips and whatnot of this in mm-hmm. when it got released, I think I would think. Um I was certainly aware of it coming out at the time. Um and yeah, I just as I said, like how can you not adore this even just as- aesthetically? Mm. Um uh and I'm gonna throw it over to Tom who is gonna say nice things about this film. <laughs>
1: It, you said Tom's that, not
0: going to say nice things about this film. No, wait, well, <laughs>
1: hang on. I, I'm really not sure. Like, I don't know quite how I feel about this film. It okay. it's a, it's a difficult thing to define because one of the reasons you pitched this to me is because this kind of weird thing I have where I find it very difficult to get into manga or anime. I
0: should yeah. say specifically. Um and this reminded me of something like yeah. uh, Spirited Away which is yeah. which is very Japanese, very anime like and one of one of the modern classics of anime.
1: And I again at, at the beginning I found this difficult to engage with. Um I will say like overall I think it is a lovely story and I, it's mm. a, it's a beautiful film. Like it mm. like you said the aesthetic of it is gorgeous and i think it's i want to
0: print out every frame and just have it lining the walls
1: yeah i think it's a better looking movie than any anime any anime i've seen okay i i I, I like the aesthetic way more Mm. um i think that uh i think i would have got more out of it if i knew more about the myths and irish myths and legends i think that's fair i i I don't think they quite I don't know, there's a lot that kind of get mentioned in passing and, uh, and yes. every time I'm just kind of like, is that important? Should I know, should I know that or not? Um, having said that, so for the first half of the movie I was a bit kind of like, oh I'm not sure if I'm getting into this or not. The second half of the movie when when it becomes very clear what the driving force of the story is and what the plot mm. is that's when i really kind of got into it more it's um, another
0: film with with a long setup before yeah. you get to so we, have, we don't let three of these back to back i know it's,
1: it's weird so yeah. yeah i i i found it utterly charming I, I liked the way it dealt with a lot of the themes that it deals with um yeah and it's you're right it's a it's a lovely lovely film and like it's interesting the animation style the thing that i've seen that it, resembles it the most closely is a thing on cbb's called sarah and duck which is quite oh, i that yeah, yeah, yeah which is quite a little charming thing about a little girl has yeah. got a pet duck um it's not that similar but it's the closest aesthetically that i can think of
0: um, no i get it i get it this is this is sort of like the big budget version of that yeah yes, it, it is. again like sarah and duck is like essentially it looks like illustrations in a book yeah. that have been animated. Yes, which yeah. is this, this, is this in abundance. Like I can imagine yeah. this as a book. Each picture is a mm. full page, and the text is printed over the top.
1: Yes, absolutely. I yeah. yeah, I can totally see that as well. And you know, I thought it. I, I was because I again like when I watch a movie like this, I think would I show this to Lucy? She's mm. three and a half. Mm. And in some respects, yes. Some respects, no. Um, I I I think it's a film that I definitely will show her at some point because i just think not yet. it yeah because i think there are things that might she might find just a bit too scary or in okay. fact she might just not engage in it at the slow mm. burn at the beginning mm. it's a wit sometimes she does sometimes she doesn't there there are movies that that she loves that are quite slow mm. um and i think it just happens to be when she sees them for the first time as to whether it grabs her attention or not yeah. um but yeah, so uh, I yeah, because I think it it deals with a lot of stuff in an interesting way, and I think yeah, you know, because there's a lot. It's funny when we, people say that a lot of people don't like kids watching television and movies. Mm. They think it's worse than watching reading books or what have you, and mm. I think that's the 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 difference is is whether it's passive or active viewing. Yes. So I think because my wife and I are so into films when we watch stuff with her, we actively engage with it. And we also try to make her watch stuff that even if she doesn't realize it has some kind of good moral yet. fiber. Like, yeah. Either, either yeah. it's a, either it's, um, good characters or a good story or it's, mm. you know, or it might be something on CBS that's specifically an a learning aid like number blocks mm. or alpha blocks or whatever, which she absolutely loves. Um, but you know, get them something... learning
0: without knowing they're learning.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's the yeah the fact that she can like you know read and spell stuff is because of doing hmm. watching shows like that. Um, and with this, there's a lot of interesting stuff about emotion and and things mm. like that. And she's very aware of that in herself like a few weeks back she was being angry about something we were talking about how to deal with being angry about something that it's okay to feel angry but what do you do with it you know you know you don't sort of hit people or you don't uh you know mm. necessarily do whatever but are there ways to deal with it she actually recommended me a book that she'd read at school <laughs> and so my wife and I bought these bought these books, and she's she's she she had this whole series of books that dealt with emotions and stuff like that. And I think that this movie, it, that's what this has. Like, mm. you know, you, I mean, it's very literally in some sense that you've got the owl witch who literally bottles up emotion. Yes, and and you know, and that's exact, and it, and it turns her into this.
0: It turns her to stone. That's yeah, how exactly. she's turned other. Uh, that's how she's turned the fairies to stone. Is yeah. by by bottling, by bottling, their, bottling their emotions, the, bottling their emotions. Yeah, uh, and yeah, when it turns out she's doing it to herself as well, and that's yes. why she is slowly, bit by bit, turning to stone.
1: Yeah, and and, and I think that's a very interesting thing because <clears throat> I think it's very important to reinforce the fact that negative emotions are important and yes. negative emotions have to be felt and expressed but and it's about managing those so they don't have negative consequences. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's a hugely important lesson to learn and not necessarily one that you you do learn until quite late in life. Mm. Um so I like the fact that it addresses that sort of stuff and it makes that sort of conversation possible with your your child or someone mm-hmm. younger or, or even as an adult, you know so there was a lot of stuff I did oh, yeah, like I know plenty
0: this. of adults who can't yeah. <laughs> process emotions like that
1: absolutely I have and been one of them yeah oh well, yeah. And, yeah and you know so so have I. and it's it's so I I think that's really 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 great about it hmm. um and again just like the, the the way the the animation looks like you you mentioned last week that a lot of this is hand-drawn yeah and there was like hearing you said it, I was like no way that that like watching it, I was just thinking that can't be the case. Like, mm. there's stuff here that can cannot be hand drawn because it's so detailed and it's mm. so beautifully animated. Did um, you then
0: watch the end credits?
1: Yes, yeah,
0: with the, which has the animation tests and the, the blue pencil yeah stuff in it, so you can see it has been hand drawn. Yeah, yeah,
1: and it's it's phenomenal. I mean, like, the scene with the 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 old aging wizard in the cave with all of the hairs are like, yes. A, just that is phenomenal.
0: And I like the conceit of him as well, that like every yeah. hair is a memory.
1: Yeah. What a mm. genius idea. And yeah. You know, so like I said, I think I think it's one of those movies that I don't think when I was watching it, I was getting as much out of it as I have done by thinking about it afterwards. Okay. It's a movie that kind of sticks in your head and you just kind of mm. ruminate on it and you think, actually, no, that's really good. That's really clever and that's that works really, really well. So it's something that i don't think i've ever seen an anime that has made me think yeah i'll watch that again and maybe get more out of it but this i definitely think i would and i definitely think i would show it to lucy at some point maybe Mm -hmm. uh, maybe a year or so down the line um when she might kind of settle into something like that Mm. um yeah it was it's it's a fascinating film Mm. um from that point of view there's a lot there's a lot in it i think
0: well there we go. I took almost no notes because yeah. not because Same it was here. fast paced or exciting, is mm. because it's it's so beautiful, I didn't want to look away from the yeah. screen. Yeah. Um and I, I mean when I was watching
1: it I didn't want to take notes because I was just like, I need to pay attention because Yeah.
0: 'Cause like I said,
1: it does reference things that you're because you don't know the the myths and legends, you're just like I don't know if that's really integral mm. or if it's just something that they that is almost like not an in joke, but it's to an Irish audience. I think
0: I think yes, there was there was stuff yeah. that with an Irish audience, particularly anybody who understands Gaelic, because yeah. there are some there are some phrases in Gaelic in mm. it that aren't that don't get translated into no. English. No, no, um, you have to surmise.
1: But I think do yeah. you know what I I like the fact that it is so Gaelic. I like the fact that, you know, even though you know, people who speak Gaelic are very much in the minority in terms of mm. uh, it. it there, there's there's a, a movie that really embraces that, and it's, yeah. it's a it's a small niche market, but it deserves mm. its. You know, I think that's, that's and
0: other big. countries and cultures do that with their history and folklore as yeah, well. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like even something as daft as Mr. Vampire, for God's yes, sake, without mean, yeah. Chinese hopping vampires. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing stylistically it put me in mind of was the snowman
1: ah uh, yeah in terms yeah, of the kind the of picture gentle, book come to yeah. life thing as well yeah
0: yes yeah. yeah, so um, i can see that That sort of uh what was it?
1: raymond bence no not raymond benson raymond briggs thinking. raymond briggs that's it yes i think raymond yeah. benson wrote bond novels raymond <laughs> briggs yeah <laughs> um yes yeah that kind of thing and i guess there's the julia donaldson's uh, I don't know if you see like the Gruffalo and Stickman oh, yes. and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. That's She's kind of like the, the person du jour for those yes. kind of things. Um,
0: yeah, my niece and nephew love that.
1: Yeah, I'm less keen on those. <laughs> um,
0: and yeah. uh, talking about Irish to English, this is an English phrase that only occurs in Irish that pops up on, a, on a, an Irish podcast I listen to. Right. And it made me laugh hearing it here, which is the wonderful Irish phrase, giving out, which means to have a moan giving out about this, give out to him, give out to her. Yeah, like I've that's I've nice. always liked that since I first heard it.
1: Yeah, that's that's lovely. Uh, and yeah,
0: yeah it, it tickled me when it showed up here.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, It's, it's a nice phrase. Mm. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah.
0: Uh, we need to move on to pitches. We've been recording for a very long time.
1: Have we? I was, yeah. yes. right. Okay. A very long time. Yeah, there's a lot of faff in the middle there, wasn't
0: there? Yes. Yeah, pitches. Um, all right, uh, yeah. so... Okay. Uh, what do you mean oh yeah okay
1: no because again i haven't watched this movie before i'm pitching it to you right now
0: okay well this is interesting because you're i'm going to give you a completely different film to the man in the white suit or um song of the sea okay but like song of the sea it's a movie i saw a very long time ago Mm -hmm. and really enjoyed uh and then um didn't watch again until I was gonna write the picture because it's something I've been meaning to get you to watch for a long time. Specifically okay. because of who the lead is. Oh, okay. Um we are both big fans of those uh 80s Hong Kong action movies. Mm-hmm. Specifically the Jackie Chan, Sammo Hung Stable of Films. Yeah. And there is a third man who goes along with those other two dragons, and that is Yun Biao. Yeah who is the small, wiry, uh, intensely acrobatic, gymnastic member yeah. of the trio, possibly physically the, the best of the three uh, uh, in terms of what he can do.
1: He's always my favourite.
0: Exactly, which is why I wanted to pitch you this film. Okay. Because this is Yun Biao in a very much not Yun Biao film. Oh, really? Imagine
1: uh-huh. an
0: attempt to turn Yun Biao into Dirty Harry Okay. All five foot four of him <laughs> looking 21 years old. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So this is a film called On The Run. Right. Which I uh, read about in books on Hong Kong cinema about how this was like um, a, a very underrated, like cop thriller mm. of a movie um, starring Yuen Biao, of all people. Wow. I will tell you now, so as not to disappoint you when you get to the action in this movie, mm. there is no martial arts fighting in this film. Oh,
1: wow, okay.
0: There are hand-to-hand combat scenes. Yeah. There are stunts. Right. But they're not shot in the way um, you expect them to be shot. Um, okay. They are not choreographed the way you would think they would be choreographed. Okay. Think of all the other stuff that's going think So around this time, this is from 1988. So Dragons okay. Forever is just before this. Yeah. Uh, Eastern Condors yeah. is- just after this or just right. before it, uh, Millionaire's Express is around the same time. And That's think right. of all how physical all mm. of those roles are. Maybe you needed a rest. Maybe you did need a rest. He doesn't really get one. His character doesn't get one for what sure. I, okay, so the basic premise is, um, Hyung Ming, played by Yun Biao, and his wife are cops in different departments, and right. they're getting divorced. Okay. Uh, he's CID, and she's anti-narcotics. Right. He has lost her to another cop. Inspector Liu, played by Charlie Chin, who you might uh remember as the handsome one who looks a bit like Chow Yun Fat from the Lucky Stars movies. Right. Oh yeah, okay. He's yeah, he's the yeah, one yeah. he's the one always after ladies in the Lucky Stars movies. Yeah,
1: okay. I think yeah, I know yeah. what you mean, yeah.
0: And then they get their bums pitched by pinched by Richard Ng and Eric Chang and all that yeah, lot. Yeah. He's the head of homicide. Okay. Okay. This is a this is a complex plot, but quite simply told, which is one of the reasons I like it. Okay. okay. She finds out that Lou has been selling drugs on the side with his band of corrupt officers, so who are all part of the homicide department. So he has her killed by a female assassin and investigates the murder himself because he's the head of homicide. Right. As the gang start to cover their tracks by killing the assassin's uncle-slash-handler, Yearn locates the woman who pulled the trigger and they realise they are each other's only chance of survival, forcing them to go, bomb, 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 on the run. Nice.
1: Okay. This this sounds intriguing and up my yeah, great.
0: Yeah. Okay. It's a like I have told you a lot of the plot. Okay. There. Yeah. That's maybe the first fifteen minutes. Oh, it's one of those movies. Okay, yeah. fair enough. This right. is eighty-six, eighty-seven minutes okay. maximum. Yeah. And it moves like a bullet. Okay. Awesome. Um it like the story I like lo- what I really like about it is the complexity of the story but how simply they get through all that information. I was never lost in the plot at any point. Right. Um, The performances are very good, I think, for the most part, until it goes a bit melodramatic at the end. Um, And um, it's more reminiscent of a Western cop thriller than any of the genres that were prevalent in Hong Kong at the time. Mm, Okay, interesting. So 1988... Yeah. At their peak at this time, are the Jackie Chan modern martial arts movie, yeah. Um, the that kind of hyper choreographed action, yeah. Um, the girls with guns stuff, which was Michelle Yeoh being female Jackie Chan in things like Yes, Madam and The Inspector Wears Skirts and yeah. uh, or the Cynthia Rothrock stuff and yeah. all those movies, and John Woo heroic bloodshed film. So, this right. is two years after A Better Tomorrow, gotcha. one year before The Killer,
1: right? Okay,
0: um, all right. I need to prep you with two things. Mm -hmm. There are some errors in the subtitles that will require some interpretation. Right. For example, there's a use of the word study when they actually mean teach, because otherwise it doesn't make sense.
1: Gotcha.
0: Right. And (laughs) Yun Yao is told to head a newspaper when they mean read it. (laughs) Okay. Um, And the music is absolutely fucking diabolical. Fair. Okay. It honestly sounds like the composer was just making it up as they went along. (laughs) That's what they do, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, uh, anything else I think I can save till next week? Sure. Um, I was, uh, I'll say I was dubious for the first five or ten minutes when I was like, Oh, god, is this as good as I remember it being? And by the time I got to the end, I was like, Well, yeah, actually, I think it is. Okay, all right, cool. Um, so hopefully, you uh, you get a lot out of this seeing one of your favorite. Favorite guys in a uh, in a completely odd setting.
1: Yeah, no, this sounds really intriguing. I hadn't. Yeah, okay, that sounds really cool.
0: Um, You are getting a VHS transfer because that's the only way it's released in the UK. I still have a VHS tape, which I will display in the uh, in the in the corner of my uh, camera setup uh, next week. Uh, Yeah,
1: excellent. Um, Okay, so I'm going to pitch you another movie. Uh, It's a bit more action. Um, I've only, I'm trying to think if I've only seen this once or twice. Mm -hmm. It's a movie I, it's a movie I'm really surprised you haven't seen. Um, and it's a movie that I remember thinking, now this will be a a test to see whether this is true or not. I always remember thinking it was going to be a very specific type of movie. And then when I watched it, it was actually quite different. There was actually a lot more of a serious subplot and subtext to it is actually a lot more of a serious message to it than hmm. than i had ever thought and it was actually about it was something that i had it was completely different to what i thought it was
0: so okay. i'm gonna pitch you first blood oh yeah no you're dead right i haven't seen this i haven't seen any of the, the rambo franchise so i've seen one two and three okay two i'm and- aware they get progressively more ridiculous a la the airport films as they go yeah, on or
1: death wish um hmm. so it's it's very much a point of case i think of being two and three are what you think rambo is but one because they carry the rambo name they do yeah and and this is very different to that okay so for me when you think rambo you think stallone Massive machine gun. Huge
0: muscles, oiled up, huge... Red bandana, like... Yeah, gunning down commies.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. When I watched this for the first time, I was just like, oh, wow, this is just... This is a really interesting take. And what I realised was, this is a point when Stallone, in his career, he was... At the beginning of his career, he was more of a contemporary of De Niro and Pacino than he yes. was Schwarzenegger and Lundgren and Van Damme. So, like yes. he was, he had two possible career paths. He took the action movie, but he could have gone into that very serious yeah. actor. So, with Rocky and with First Blood. So the 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 second and third Rambo movies are very much action movies where Rambo, this one man army, is going in and rescuing people like the second one he's going back to vietnam to rescue people and the third one i think is afghanistan right. um
0: and anywhere he can just shoot a lot of minorities essentially exactly yeah
1: and yeah. it's you know and it's exactly what you think of it the first film is set in the u.s and he's a war veteran sorry
0: my uh, what just happened there <laughs> the, the timer on my light as uh it's one o'clock in the morning as oh, we're recording oh yeah, this which it? means the timer on my light has just gone off
1: right um the uh, so this is set in the US and he is a former Vietnam veteran but he's basically a drifter he has he's just making his way through the US mm-hmm. and he comes into a small town and there's a sheriff or a cop played by Brian Dennehy Mm-hmm. And he takes one look at him, and he's not for this town. And basically, Alrighty. it it's almost like a, in the heat of the night, it's like it's it's outsider coming up against the law, and it's really kind of about how difficult it is for veterans to reintegrate into society.
0: Hmm. So that it, setup sounds like almost like a western. Yeah, it, it's
1: very much like a western. And yes, yeah. there's action in it, and there's you know, and there's all that kind of stuff, and. It's like, do you remember uh, we talked about this? We didn't cover it on the show, but it was kind of in the hiatus that you watched Commando for the first time and we're just yeah. like completely surprised by that. I feel like it's very similar to that in a way. It's, it's yeah, not- but
0: Commando does have rippling muscles and massive machine it guns. What well, actually so, surprised does me this, that- so does
1: this to an extent, mm. but it's it's different from that. It kind of like, it has the action element that I expected. It wasn't the setting I expected it in and, and it's also not, it's it's there's a serious message behind it, I think as well. Yeah. So I'm I'm intri- intrigued to kind of see what you think of it and 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 where mm. we go with it because, yeah, early career Stallone is very different from what you think of with like yeah, Tanker yeah. and Cash and
0: um, and then he eventually revisited it with Copland, didn't he? When he like that yes. was his next chance to properly act again. Yeah,
1: I saw that in the cinema, and again mm. I was just like, wow, who knew Sylvester Stallone could do this? And because it, it was before yeah, I'd yeah, seen either did. Rocky or First Blood. <laughs> Yeah, um,
0: and I think um I think the later Rambo films, well, not even later, the other Rambo films mm. have put me off wanting to watch this yeah. in the past. Even though I'm now older and aware that like mm. it's not like the others. Yes. Yeah, I mean yeah. I and to
1: be honest, I think the the modern day Rambos if you like. So there's because they are just they're just releasing now, I think, Last, Last Blood.
0: Blood. I think which apparently is utterly appalling.
1: I can imagine. I think the one because they, I think, number four technically is just called Rambo, and then maybe five is John Rambo, and this might be six. I don't know. Yes. I can't remember. I haven't, and I don't remember because.
0: Uh, no, I'm not up on my Rambo franchise. I either.
1: think they did try to get it back to that serious thing, but I don't know mm. if they've if they've succeeded or not. But hey I think you'll find this interesting. And and I deliberately sort of didn't watch it again before pitching okay. it to you. So I'm okay. doing this pitch based on my memory of watching it over 10 years ago and okay. it not being what I expected so I'm kind of intrigued to see whether I was right that time as well so I figured it would be a fun okay. way to approach <laughs> it uh, you
0: know. so we can both, we both have fresh eyes on exactly, it exactly yeah yeah, Next so I time thought that would be
1: more interesting um, so yeah so that's it uh, looks like it's Ra- uh, Rambo versus Yumbia
0: yeah wow I mean if Yumbia had any kind of name power in the US he would have been in the Expendables movies long ago wouldn't he that's
1: true yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Jet Lee pipped him.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Uh, well, I guess uh, if you have seen uh, Rambo, uh, no, not Rambo. What's it called? It's called First Blood. It's called First Blood. If you've yeah. seen First Blood, which is likely, uh, or On the Run, which is much less likely. <laughs> um you are welcome to get in touch with us on twitter at at hys podcast on instagram also at hys podcast we're on facebook facebook.com forward slash have you seen podcast the website is have you seen.net and the email address is hi hys podcast at gmail.com i almost came out the old one that didn't work doesn't work anymore uh tom has something else he needs to plug quickly before we take it home
1: oh yes i do uh my uh feature documentary the easy bit is now available on vimeo on demand uh and also on prime video uh for rental um so you can go and check that out it's about what it's like for men to go through fertility treatment um and it's six guys sort of telling their stories and and opening themselves up to the world to you know be truthful about how how it felt for them to go through a pretty traumatic experience um so yeah go rent that
0: Alrighty, there we go uh and i guess we'll be back next week fighting the endless battle against shabbiness and dirt uh <laughs> see you then bye bye